What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V. This is episode 274 alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Really, really good on this Monday over here. And Lincoln, how are you across town from me? I'm good, but I'm hot. It's hot out. (laughs) I'm tired of it being hot out, but yes, I'm good. I'm assuming Massachusetts is a hot one over there as well. Yeah, it's very hot. We have the AC on, so it's freezing in the house. (laughs) Right, right. Well... Let's try and cool off a little bit here and give the people what they want. And speaking of hot, over the weekend, my sister was telling me uh, she was driving her car and she was driving along uh, in Berkeley, California. And she was like, what is all these people lining up for? And, you know, in this post, not even post, but as we're opening things up to see like a line of people 25 odd people standing in a line you're kind of wondering like what is everyone waiting for and lo and behold she drove around because she had to know inquiring minds what she realized was it was male 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 all men right so after a little bit more research she decided to call me and she said i'm driving back around and lo and behold it was steamworks speaking of hot Steamworks in Berkeley, California, and if anybody else knows, there's a Steamworks in Chicago and Vancouver. And what I, after digging a little bit deeper, after closing due to the COVID-19 pandemic in March of 2020, Steamworks is reopening the Berkeley, Chicago, and Vancouver clubs this past Thursday, June 17th. And the general managers are restaffing, polishing every surface, and are excited to welcome members back so pretty cool i know really juicy and i went on their website just to see you know what are they really saying and what are they asking people they're gonna have a little bit limited hours but their limited hours are thursday 8 a.m to monday 8 a.m in other words i was like wait how does that math work out but i think they're open thursday at 8 a.m and then they close monday at 8 a.m right because it's like a 24-hour thing there you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm so out of practice with the bathhouse situation that, yeah, I, I didn't even get that. And then I'm like, oh, duh. <laughs> but they are requiring a proof of vaccination to visit Steamworks. And I did read in another. As it should be, right? Yeah, yeah. They are having in certain Steamworks, and I hope I read this right, that if you show your proof of vaccination, you can get a membership. And I don't know what you get with the perks of a membership. Do you know Lincoln and those kind of things? It's I not think like a-, a membership was like 20 bucks and that gave you a card. And every time you went, you could just show your membership card. Like, I think it's a first time free uh, fee. They do the same thing at Blow Buddies in San Francisco, where you buy a card that has like, you know, probably now your vaccination number and your id number so every time you go you don't need to do all that yeah they they're saying on their website member check-in free three-month memberships will be part of our reopening with a valid picture id and proof of vaccination you may present the actual vaccination card a photo of the card uh on a phone or physical or a photocopy of the card we will not keep any copy of the card 
And so I bet it, it must include you don't have to pay the entry fee, but you don't get like a room or anything. Right. There's something. I to bet it. for three months it'll be free. And that's an incentive there. And so I don't know. I'm going to be in the Bay Area uh, starting next week for couple weeks so maybe i will report back i think it is time to pretend you're nancy drew and to go figure it out (laughs) (laughs) this whole episode is nancy drew let me just let me just like tell you in advance y'all it's it's pretty pretty crazy okay so over the weekend i went out and i wanted to get your advice and as you guys know i'm notorious for saying that i don't do well on the apps i don't really go on the apps that much well here i was out and about And I guess my question to you was, to you guys, is when you come across guys in real life that, so last week I had three sets of guys. It was almost like they were standing in a line, if you will, where one came up and then I sort of like, "Uh, get away. And all I did was say hello to this guy at the Eagle here in New York City on the rooftop deck. So maybe that was my uh clincher you guys and i know you both know the bar and that immediately prompted this guy to touch my nipples and i didn't mind it but i was yeah i know i'm not i wasn't really into him and i kind of thought zero to 100 what like and so i kind of had to even though it felt good on one nipple I was, I kind of pushed his hand away and then he kind of got the point and then he moved away. No sooner was another guy waiting in the back wings that I thought was smiling like, you know, kind of giving that sympathy thing like, uh-huh, that one went too fast. Nope. This guy came up and was like, what are you into? Do you like to get fucked? And was grinding his teeth too at the same time, which was a bad sign for me on that. So I said, no, no, I'm not interested. So move on. And then Customer number three (laughs) came up and like, y'all, we just came out of, or we're still coming out of this pandemic and I know we're vaccinated. He had the nerve to say, well, are you vaccinated? And I, or he was questioning, well, I don't know. I mean, I said, well, you can't get in this bar unless you show proof of vaccination. Well, how do we know everybody really is? And are you really? I said, no, I really am. And if that wasn't enough, he was much taller, like 6'4", and leaning in on me, and I swear he was spitting in my face the whole time. Yikes. That kind of like, as they come in your area, your force. Your... And as he's doing that, I'm like, well, if I wasn't, I may now have like a cold or something from you just because you're spitting in my face and you're all up in my business. So there is no swiping right or left when you meet people in real life. And so what is your guys' advice when you come across people in real life? And Jeremy, I know you have some, if you can think back when you used to work at the Eagle in the booth and the leather shop and people would come on to you in your space, what would, what did you do to get them to, you know, how did you swipe left? <laughs> I mean, I, one tactic that I always use is like, it's kind of a, I feel like it's a millennial tactic, but just pretending like I'm busy on my phone got gave people like a very a very rude (laughs) memo, like the memo of like just get out of my face, pretty much. And I don't know, that was just something that I chose to do, and they kind of get the hint that you're not interested, and your actions would be very different if you were interested. So a lot of times I. Even sometimes I would say like, 
is there anything else that I can help you with or things like that, just to give them the idea that this conversation is over unless you're looking to buy something that is actually for sale and not looking for anything else. And let me just quickly paint a picture for you guys listening. So the Eagle in New York City has this leather shop. And when I say shop, boutique, I mean, they did, it's so creative. They took this old school elevator that is probably, what's the dimensions in that elevator? Like it's if a would, big service elevator. It's like service yeah, elevator. It's like 10. a freight elevator. Freight elevator. Yeah. So ten now, by ten, being yeah. generous. Yeah, a box, right? Yeah. They have managed. Most people, when they walk into this, don't even know it's an elevator, which I think is brilliant, right? So, but we're talking, and then there's this cart that Jeremy would used to sit behind, and so I always remember some guys would actually come into where your cart was in this tiny, tiny little area and be coming on to you. And that could seem kind of violating at times, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So to talk about space, that's what we're talking about. I don't know. Lincoln, what are your thoughts on swiping left? <clears throat> if you can recall back when you were single or just when you come across people, you don't want yeah, to Yeah. Listen, if people are too loud or too in my face or don't touch me appropriately, I just call them out on it. And if people are, yeah, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to talk to you, and I'll walk away. I, I, I love that. I'm 51 fucking years old. What am I waiting for? And just because everyone was allowed in the bar doesn't make everyone cool and a match for me and my energy. And <laughs> guess what? Vice versa. I There was one point, I, like, even last night, I was at the Eagle, and I had a few drinks, and I was with some people I know, and we started talking about Hillary Clinton, and it reminded me of... Four years ago, this guy that I saw at the black party once and, you know, we became friendly and then we started talking politics. And at one point I went up to him like, hey, how are you? He's like, hey, it's good to see you. But you know what? I just need a Sunday with light conversation. So I'm not going to talk to you tonight, but I'll see <laughs> not you. Not politics. <laughs> and like walked away. And I was like, you know what? Good for you. Because personally, I didn't want to have, I didn't really want to have deep conversation anyway. But I'm glad he right. laid it down and also kind of shook me out of it doesn't always need to be an Oprah Winfrey every time we have a conversation <laughs> with someone about their innermost feelings, of, you know, the eagle. So I'm pretty It I'm didn't pretty need direct. to be a super soul Sunday. Or, <laughs> hey, I need to use the bathroom. Or, hey, have you met my boyfriend? Or, excuse me, I have to go see someone else. I do that. I don't do the phone thing, but I will. I like to travel at the eagle. I don't really set that much especially if something's uncomfortable yeah and you know what a couple thoughts on that jeremy to your point that the ignoring thing that could seem millennial ish i totally get it though with with, because you were working too right right and there's not really anywhere i can go no and and you can't totally be totally rude um because like you said you're working right and so i got that portion of it and there are people there was another one just past weekend that i met this guy super nice and again with the nipple thing which was really fun and i wasn't really totally into him but we ended up striking up a great conversation told him about the podcast and you think he's listening to eugene shout out to eugene um from I believe the Bay Area or California, at least. So we had that in common. And we ended up having just this great conversation. So 
you can often, you don't have to swipe right or left. You can just kind of be in the moment and it can just be a fun, friendly moment, which is cool too. So that's my notes on that. Okay. Well, we. <laughs> oh, the other question. Wait, uh, I did have one question. Were you shirtless? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Both times shirtless. Th- Was is, I asking for it? Yeah, is that well, what you're no, saying? Because there are, yeah, because there are times where if you're wearing nipple clamps or if you're wearing something like that, last night we dressed up in leather because it was, it would have been full semis yesterday and it would have been oh, leather. You're right. And Peter wore fishnet and his nipples stuck out of the fishnet shirt he was wearing. And people seemed to see last night that that was licensed to do that. So that's why I asked what you were wearing. And he wasn't yeah, asking right. for it, but when you're wearing a fitted net shirt and the only thing popping out are your nipples, it, it does start the conversation all night. And he didn't even realize that when we left the house, only when we got there. You know what I mean? And to your point, the nipples can be, I feel like they're like, dee dee radars. <laughs> Mine stick out and it always becomes a, you know, to those that are interested, oh my God, your nipples, they're so like perky or this or that so and i think we are talking about for those of you listening a cruise bar so uh, it can often lead to that so yeah Yeah. so um thanks for mentioning that um shout out to our twitter follower fernando j monta one he just wanted to let us know uh thank you for having tags podcast i learned so much by just listening he listens uh through us through itunes podcasts have a fabulous weekend, he said. And um, yeah, so shout out to Fernando J. Montalvo. Thanks for listening. Hey, Fernando. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Another listener, um, Brian Maurice, uh, recently sent me this article, actually a topic. He wanted to know, I don't know if this is really true because I looked it up, but he was saying Dick Pick Day is coming up June 23rd. And I tried to look it up and I think I found the link that he was talking about, but it didn't seem to go anywhere. It was like a broken link. But it's always nice to imagine that there would be a day called Dick Pick Day since there's one for everything else, like, you know, right. hot chocolate day or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> anti day or something like that. So, but he did follow up with a topic that he wanted us to discuss and I kind of liked it. So, how do we feel about nudes, dick pics with the room in the background is dirty as fuck i don't know why it bothers me so much even if the guy is hot and or the dick is beautiful i'm always i always like a clean i'm always like clean your damn house sir and of course i responded to him i'm immediately running to clean my bedroom right this second (laughs) (laughs) because if there is this dick pic day coming up on wednesday uh, damn it i'm gonna have a clean (laughs) but i feel with the two of you my two co-hosts here i have a feeling you both agree lincoln i'm going to start with you because i've been to your place and it's immaculate conception so what are your thoughts on you know the background and and as a former creative director i swear i've told this story before but i'm gonna tell it again because it's worth repeating i completely agree that everything about the photo you're choosing a photo so i don't care what you're clean up your room <clears throat> but there was an <laughs> ad for something and i don't even remember what the ad was for but it was a photo i know i've said this to you guys before of like that's someone, okay because it's relevant it yeah. really is someone giving a blowjob to someone and it's from that like perspective so you see these ripped furry abs and then these big shoulders and he's wearing a harness 
and a very strong chin. And underneath, it's like, he's so fucking hot, but his harness is buttoned wrong. (laughs) And you look up and you see that one is on the second button and the other one's on the first. So it's crooked. And it ruins him. Like, it ruins the abs. It ruins the whole thing. So, yeah, I'm a very detail-oriented person who likes clean surfaces and clean bedrooms and and if you can't clean your bedroom how hygienic is your penis let's just put it out there so i'm just that's my two cents <laughs> okay i love it so jeremy i what are your thoughts on this so when you see somebody and they have a picture of of you know their dick or their ass in your case because that might get your attention if there's like pairs of dirty underwear piled high or something like that in the background or shoes thrown do you care or what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's a big turn off and I definitely like a clean room too. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, my opinion, I think I have to actually agree with the both of you because even though my sister and I used to say this thing that we're not dirty, we can sometimes get our house can be a little messy. In other words, things can be out of place pants might be on you know on the dresser a couple piles here or there that we're going to get to hopefully soon and we're not but we're our place is never dirty there's not like cereal boxes thrown yeah in the that's exactly sh- how i am too i mean it's like more more or less clothes being around but like when you see rappers and things and in, pe- in the distance in people's photos, it just really makes me think of like your ass hygiene and you're cleaning your nails and just all of that, I think is just a bad impression. Yep. For yeah. And, to see. A, and, and exactly. And even when people post selfies in their bathroom, which is always, I guess we do a lot of selfies in our bathrooms because the light, mm-hmm. I, I suppose. Totally. And the mirror and the mirror obviously so clean but your fucking mirrors <laughs> clean your mirrors and get the products off the so as messy as i am i come from an artistic background and so i'll clean all that up to take the picture and it and might be messy it later right that night where I, came from. No, I'm <laughs> I have two things exactly can i say two quick things because you guys just yes One you can is, say three why do people look in their camera when they take a selfie in the mirror I've never okay, so could you teach this. me this? Because I don't understand. So this. people, if you look at someone's selfie, are they looking at the mirror and looking at the camera in the mirror? Like, look at the mirror, or are they looking at the screen of their phone, which just shows the profile of their face? I will so never. So what understand is the answer? That. Look in the mirror. Look dead so on the mirror. To, yeah, you're supposed to look at at the camera at the, ca- in at the, the mirror. reflection of the camera in the mirror, so it looks straight on. So that you actually see what the person looks like. Why are you looking at your phone? It literally okay. shows a selfie I, of you looking I had at your this phone. Converse, okay, so thank you for bringing this up because I had this conversation with my neighbor the other day in the gym. He's new to posting all these kind of pictures. And I honestly was like, I don't know. So can we get back to working out? I will ask. And I'm glad you brought this up. So we were trying to play around with that. When you do that, where do you hold the phone? Lower or higher? Doesn't matter. Because I can't obviously lower well i don't think it matters. okay that's not obvious to me though but okay i'm lower why no, i'm Jeremy saying lower? higher would be like kind of in front of your face so yeah you don't I want think... it in front of your face you want it to the right of your head or right. to your shoulders or to your waist and you want to look in the mirror at the lens of your phone 
so that there's a straight up shot of you. And if you edit that photo correctly, you could even edit the phone out and it looks like someone just took a picture of you. Right. But you're worried about you looking into the mirror and how you look in the mirror, not how you look in your itty bitty phone screen. Okay. I just posted a pic like that and did that mistake. That's okay. Now that I know. And maybe I have one more if you want. Lincoln, maybe. Yes, go. Iron the fucking flag. If anyone is going to put up a goddamn trans S&M gay pride, there's 7,000 LGBTQ plus flags now for pride and for every month of the year. Iron it. Or steam it because I'm a big steamer these days. Iron it, shake it out, throw it in your dryer. I don't care. But if I see one more flag up with the little boxes that they didn't even take the care, like a big backlash that I'm seeing this year more so than ever is big corporations painting their logo pride and all of a sudden poof, we're pride. They're not gay owned. They've never done anything for the gay community it's just pride so now everyone has a flag out you know what i mean and, you and guys they also contribute everybody the whole city's like, like rainbowed out yeah, <laughs> what they Jeremy? Also, they also contribute to like a lot of anti-gay exactly it's that there are ones that do i don't neither you or i want to point to anyone who does that god no we don't want to do that but and and i do get you put out the american flag for fourth of july or memorial day that doesn't necessarily mean you're the biggest American in the world, but it's a national holiday <laughs> and you put out a flag. Iron that flag too. It's respect of the flag. It's like waking up and going about your day and not making your bed. You make your bed so that when you come home at night, you respect your sleep. This seems very basic to me. It's I, don't, I would totally uh, iron my I can't. Iron the, I mean, I, I steam everything. So Called iron the yeah. damn flag and take photos if I had, because you know, I don't have anything else to do. Um, <laughs> And just point out, I just, I just will never understand it. Like, I get that you went, you had someone go buy a pride flag from Walgreens because, or Target, because now they sell them. And instead of taking the extra day to take it home, iron it and steam it and bring it back and put it up in your store, you just throw it up and say, no one's going to notice. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Noticing stuff like this because, like, hashtag iron your iron, flag. Iron I'm the damn it. flag. <laughs> Okay. In the name of getting things off your exactly. chest, but I'm actually for this one and I love it. Okay. Well, this next one, I, you guys might think I'm nuts on this because lo and behold, a lot of people, I know a lot about hot topics and stuff, but I'm always like the whole thing about taking a selfie. I'm so, half the time, my sister laughs at me that I'm clueless about a lot of pop culture or certain things. And on this next one, I was so excited the other day and I was thinking, uh, I'm going to tell this on the show, but I'm I'm assuming Jeremy and Lincoln are going to roll their eyes, but I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> so the other day I was looking at, I, I rarely scroll a lot through the Instagram because I'm usually posting for our show and so on and so forth. Well, I, the first picture that popped out was an acquaintance of mine and it was a group shot of him in Central Park here in New York City for his birthday and it was like a group shot well i couldn't help but notice next to the birthday boy was this guy that i was like oh my god who is this and i knew enough to click on his image to see if he had his at hashtag at instagram lo and behold he did and i went to it and i was like oh he's so hot oh my god i'm like all about him so i thought how do i go about I'm like, we do share that friend acquaintance, uh, although I'm more an acquaintance and he's a friend because he got invited to the birthday. But I thought, 
let me just start liking some of his pictures. So I started liking random pictures that I thought were hot, like three of them. This is just bear with me. So then after I liked about three images that I thought were hot, I went ahead and followed him. So then I put, I threw the phone aside because I'm always paranoid. Can they see me? (laughs) But then I picked it up. Yes, they can. (laughs) 15 minutes later, I picked it up and this guy started liking some pictures on Tag's podcast. So some of my videos, and then ultimately, actually, Lincoln, he ultimately liked a picture of me doing a selfie in my bathroom, looking at my phone. (laughs) But hey, it was enough to get him to um, follow me back. And I was like to my sister, as you can tell, we have like these powwows. I said, oh my God, I think I figured it out. So if you really like somebody, don't just immediately follow them. Start liking a few different pictures because it'll show up in their notifications if they have them on. And then if you follow them afterwards, they're going to be like, who's this Tags podcast? Then they might get curious, go, and then do the same thing. And I feel like that's kind of a nudge like, "Mm -hmm, I see you and at least I see you. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Am I totally dated on this, Jeremy? Yes, bitch. Welcome to the fucking 21st century. (laughs) I knew I was, I knew it. Damn it. I would just be a little bit more um, eloquent than four hours. I would maybe give it a day, but, but yes, you've, you've arrived, Steve. Congratulations. <laughs> so is that really, you guys, I mean, I mean, really, I know I'm all joking aside. Is that kind of a way to get someone's attention to like some pictures and then ultimately follow them? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I love that. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's yeah. really that. And, and, I, don't I think that there, drop the mic. I, I think there is. You could kind of woof at people on an app too, and not say anything else, and then it turn into something. Oh, a I've few done that woof later. stuff. Yeah, it, it, but... for some people that works. For some people, it doesn't. Okay, okay, I'm all for it. Thank you, yes. thank you. <laughs> Enough said. Let's move on. All right. Well, you know, we always tell people to write in, ask us for sex or relationship advice. I'm about to read this next one, and. There's a personal side to this, and just to be forthright on this, I got the email earlier today, and I was like, oh, cool, someone's asking for advice. It was a fairly long-winded email, and I was, to be really honest, a little bit hungover, and I, but I thought, oh, no, but there's substance to this question. We'll probably use it tonight on tonight's show, but I didn't really ingest it, and lo and behold, and I'm being really honest on there... Right before we went on air, I just decided to get formulate an opinion on this. And I realized that I'm almost 99.9% sure I'm in this question. I actually am a part of this question. We'll explain in a minute. I decided to go on with it because I think it's, you know, it's relevant. But let me read it to you guys. And I want to hear your guys' opinions. So he writes, uh, hey, Steve, I've stumbled across your podcast this year during covid I'm so in love with it. You always give great advice and so many hot topics. I love your style. Oh, thanks. And um, anyway, so his question was, what I thought was a serious relationship with this guy seems to be something totally different. We have been together for almost three years. We became exclusive April of 2019, so over two years ago. And recently, 
about a month ago, we were scrolling through pics on his phone together, and we came across a couple of XX pics of him with someone else. He wants us to know that he was not snooping. So they are time-stamped for those dates and time. He says that he's not a jealous person. I actually found the photos hot. I asked, and he brushed it off as nothing. The problem is we were exclusive at that time, um, and it makes me question everything. Makes me feel like he has been untruthful the entire time. In the beginning, the first 10 months of us hanging out, he said he was casually seeing someone else, like here and there. He also said this relationship was nothing. Come to find out, he was seeing two people more than just casual, and get this, One, he was about to move in with. This guy had been in his life since the 90s. And the other was this guy from out of state, I think NYC. Okay, here's where I come in, I believe, that he said he only saw twice. So here is the real kick in the gut. He said his roommate was just his roommate. The guy was actually his boyfriend up until we met. No wonder why I couldn't sleep over when the roommate was there. But this relationship ended because this guy had a husband in Palm Springs. I know. Keep up with this, people. It's a lot. <laughs> so lastly, all of this, and I'll try and do a quick summary at the end of it. All of this info was revealed to me yesterday at a Pride barbecue with his friends. All casual talk. I didn't ask. It was just normal tea being spilled. I sat there eating my food silently thinking, what the fuck? I'm completely torn. We live together. We just purchased a home. I'm 40. He's 50. I came home from the barbecue completely devastated. I'm embarrassed to tell my friends because of his ego. Should I ask more questions is what he's asking. Throughout the time, I trusted his word. I feel like I was played. I didn't feel like I needed to be a private investigator and ask more in-depth questions. People have told me he was a huge player back in the day. Again, just brushed it off as people being hateful or I just thought people were being jealous. Should I have listened to them? You didn't get much sleep, apparently, last night. Slept on the couch. He's looking for advice. Happy Pride. James, he, his, him in San Francisco. Okay. Do you guys understand that whole story? And was that clear? I think so. Yeah. Essentially, he's been with this guy for three years. And it just came up recently that there's three other people in his past that when they were apparently exclusive, there was more stuff happening is what he feels like and he feels like maybe this whole thing was based on some lies so i don't know um jeremy what are your thoughts when you first heard this and what's your advice for him uh so i mean it sounds like a tricky situation and typically i would say like move forward and see where it goes from here but I also don't enjoy being lied to, and it seems like based off of the photos and the timestamp, it sounds like there might be a larger trail of lies in this situation, and I don't know if I would trust this person moving forward. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. I like that. Okay. Um, Lincoln. They may want to... Yeah, go ahead. They may want to, like, discuss... uh, maybe have a sit down and not brush over like the situation with the roommate and just questions that he has about where they're, where they stand now, where they were then. I mean, I definitely don't think dwelling on the past will be helpful, but I also don't know that this person sounds very trustworthy 
to be in a relationship with moving forward. Well, okay, that's all true. But there's some things that I think we need to up the responsibility here. They're 40 and 50 and they have a property together. This isn't people Correct. in their 20s dating, but the story is very people in their 20s dating. This is not, Correct. this is, this, it seems they need to sit down with a counselor and be like, hey, we have property together. We are both men of a certain age. This person might have been more of a player before we got together, mm-hmm. which would have been fine. And I was actually okay with. But now that I found out that he's lied about it, trust has been broken. And when you break trust, you can't just go, oh, it's fine. It's fine. We'll move on. No, you you bought a property together. It's not fine. The behavior might have been fine, but the lying about it is not. And if you're sleeping on a couch at this point, you guys need to sit down. And if you could do it one-on-one and really clear the air and, and start fresh and rebuild trust, which doesn't just happen overnight, fabulous. But if not, see a gay counselor and be like, hey, you know, I lived 40 years of my life. I didn't think I was that much of a player, but I was lying about it. So maybe I was. And the other person saying, hey, I'm in my 50s. I didn't think I'd be confronted by feeling insecure and weird. And I don't even know the person that I just bought property with because I'm learning about things way later that now seem much bigger than I'm sure they are. But, you know, that feeling, that uneasy, queasy, I've been lied to, I don't trust a person feeling, that sucks no matter what age you are. Absolutely. And as you can imagine, I have a lot to say, but I will keep it concise here. Um, For starters, I like that you said, Lincoln, the whole thing about both of you said things about trust. And when you can't trust somebody or that's that's utmost, that's what a relationship is to me based on. But it's interesting. I don't know if I said this already, but I think I told you guys offline. When I first read it, I the one thing that when I was a little bit hungover, the one thing that I told you guys offline was that I I read 40 and 50, age 40 yeah. and age 50. And the one thing I told you guys was, oh, even hungover, I was like, I was expecting this to be a story of a, a, a late 20s, mid 30s. I don't know why, call me like, you know, putting people in boxes. It just seemed that. And to your point, Lincoln, I was like, oh, wow, I love what you said about uh, seeing a therapist on that because of property. And clearly they've been together three years. Where I will say when I was reading this, I realized, and I did my Nancy Drew research here, (laughs) (laughs) that I realized, oh, wow, you guys may, if you've been a long listener to the show, have heard me talk about a guy that I dated in San Francisco that I used to know when I was a dancer, a go-go dancer in the 90s in San Francisco. And we're talking about all the clubs. And this guy that I dated was a bartender and a security guard. And we always had a thing. We just always were connected and had a thing. And we dated here and there, but that was all it amounted to. And then I think I told you guys, if you're a listener to Tags, that about in 2018, early 2019, I reconnected with this guy. Now we're in our late 40s and we just, I reached out to him and we hung out and we realized we still had that spark. And so, yes, we did date and I am, I believe, 
with the research I've done, that guy that one of the three guys from New York, and so I hope it's sorry for the shocker, but um, we all we we did date and we still had that connection, but it was a long distance thing, so it, it was what it was. And I, you may have heard me talk about how I had a. We just connected a lot. I will also tell you that he's a Scorpio, and I know a little bit about my astrology, and Scorpios are so sexy, and I'm attracted to them, but they can be a little shady. I'm just saying. Um, They just are. I mean, about certain things. Now, where the story that we just presented is exactly what I knew to be true. So in other words, what he's saying he did have a roommate and that Scorpio side of him, he did tell me for a long time it was a roommate. And I did find out that later on, but he told me that they were together and that it was, I'm not going to go into that whole story because that's for you guys to talk about, but it's adding up. This is all adding up. And he did have another friend that he still dated in from the nineties that they were kind of hot and heavy that that adds up as well. And so what I think I can say is, is that I was really considering that this is a thing. I'm really, I mean, you remember guys, I used to talk about him mm-hmm. and how special he was. And I was thinking, I was thinking, oh, there, I had, there was a little bit of Scorpio things that always were red flags for me, but honestly, our time together was so awesome. And I, I still respect him so much. And I know he has been such a supporter of all I do that he actually told me at one point when I was coming back to the Bay Area at one point when I would say, hey, I'm going to be back in the Bay Area. And I can remember the time because he said, oh, I'm actually not free. I started dating somebody seriously. And I'm pretty certain that person is our listener who's writing in. And was it a blow to me? Yes, because I had had my feelings were amped up and I was sad, but I always knew that I didn't know where this was going to go. And this was sort of an anomaly in many ways. And that ultimately we don't live in the same city, but that to hear him say that and to hear that three years later that you guys have been going strong and bought property my guess is, if I were to guesstimate, is he he did took some stock, and maybe he was a player. We all have storied pasts. Totally. I, if people were to look at mine, <laughs> they would be like, wow. But it looks like maybe he took stock of these three relationships. And I know that one, the roommate, is a whole story that you should really... One of my advice is to really have a sit long sit-down, but... All of it adds up, and then it sounds like he decided not to go for the past relationships and for this drama one that was his roommate and to go for something refreshingly new. Okay, that would be you, the listener. Mm-hmm. And he didn't off, he didn't, it's maybe he turned a new leaf. And I think to purchase property, and I understand yeah. you have puppies, is a big deal. So I think. Is he maybe guilty of not being forthright? And should you have a sit down and what Lincoln said? And we all talked about truth. Yes, absolutely. But is he maybe one of the good ones and that he ultimately chose you? I vote yes. And I think that 
you might just be the one that ultimately got him to settle down. And that, I don't know, that's my own advice. You guys, does that concur with you guys? It, do, it does with me. I see exactly what you're saying. And no one might, I mean, I can't be word for word every encounter I've had in my past. And if you start right. questioning me on it and I start to get tripped up because I don't want to hurt your feelings with something that happened 10 years ago, I didn't even know you then. And now I'm being called mm. on it. Or, you know, especially if you were dating other people when you met or that you never like to turn and go, well, I'm dating someone else, but let's give it a shot. No, you're exploring with other people. And like you said, Steve, he obviously really took big steps to settle down with this person dogs and houses and time but it feels gross to feel like you're lied to remember when we talked about this a few weeks ago you either see the innocence in someone or you see the guilt well if you've seen someone innocent and you think you've seen them through a certain pair of lenses but then all of a sudden you go to a pride barbecue and and you're hearing things that just don't make sense in your mind well, then you start looking for the guilt in that person. And that snowballs. And that gets yes. ugly and sticky and and personal and kind of gross. That is why I say sit down with a third neutral party and just talk it out a little bit. Because you'll both yeah. be closer to each other on the other side of it. But it probably feels gross right now. Yeah, and Jeremy, to your point about truth and 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 I, which I totally agree with. I mean, a therapist could also help somebody that's maybe conceals things because that's all they know, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I love that. The point. only thing I will um, say, though, because like I've also, a lot of people, I'm not suggesting couples therapy for all of your problems. No, right. Like, yeah. That's also a slippery slope. You know what I mean? A therapist might not be necessary. If like you have both said, both you and Jeremy have said, if they could sit down and really have an eye to eye of like, you know what? I was, I had two drinks. My, my, my storytelling at the party got a little out of hand. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry if I said some things that didn't add up to you. Ask me whatever you need to ask me. But babe, I've been with you now three years. We're not in our twenties anymore. We're not even in our fucking thirties anymore. That behavior (laughs) isn't even interesting to me anymore. So I'm with you, but let's talk about it if you need to. You know what I mean? And and I don't even know which one that person is. I think it's kind of both of them put together, right? It's a great reset time, and I think this this has the makings. And I'm coming from somebody who's one of the players in all this, so (laughs) I'm 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 pretty sure I am. So, did not know this audience. I know this probably seems unbelievable. Um, That's our crazy world. But (laughs) (laughs) James, I hope that answers your question. Feel free to uh, follow up with us and let us know we're here for you. And lastly, just a a note: uh, we do a show. I do this. Clubhouse. If you're on Clubhouse, we have a room called Sex Positivity LGBTQ Plus every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. Tomorrow night, we're talking about when a threesome becomes a twosome. Come tell us your best and worst group sex experiences. Oh, yeah, we are getting into it. It's Sex Positivity LGBTQ Plus on the Clubhouse platform. Look us up tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern. 
as always, thanks guys for weighing in, including in my own personal life here and getting me up to speed on Instagram. <laughs> you can always follow Jeremy on Instagram at J Ross Lopez at J Ross Lopez Lincoln. He's got two of them, of course, at Mad Lincoln at Mad Lincoln and his protein bakery at Protein Bakery. Well, always follow us and continue to reach out to us at Tags Podcast and continue giving us the juiciest stories. Thanks, guys. It's been awesome. And you know what? We're back to saying continue having hot gay 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 sex. sex. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.